the ultimate human fear is death. <clears throat> we know it's coming for all of us, and so there's a certain uh, acceptance of that, etc. But at its core, that's what's the greatest fear of all of us. It's why we fear so many other little things in life. Other, you know, like, oh no, I'm not going to get this job, or shoot, I'm going to lose this job, or my money's not going to be there and I'm going to not be able to pay rent or my bills this month, or I don't know that I've got enough money for retirement, or my health is bad and, and I want it to be better and I want a cure for what ails me. Or my spouse is having trouble and I worry for my spouse, or, or my marriage is going badly, or... I have a wayward son or daughter and I'm worried for them and, and etc. All of that boils down to dying. It boils down to this thing that's out of our control and the, the destruction of ourself. But it all just keeps going back to fear of being destroyed. Fear of crumbling. Fear of death. That's what it, what it is. So in that sense, there's a lot more than one kind of death. There's all these other little deaths that we experience in our lives and we experience them all throughout our lives. These failures, these defeats, these fears, etc. And of course, there's the dying to self, which is very necessary for a Christian to live for God, is to die to self so that they may live for God. That's actually in the New Testament said a little bit differently, but there you have it. And so you get into this, maybe a, what we might call a dark night of faith, where our faith is ultimately tested. Certainly the case with the apostles in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus is arrested, their faith is absolutely tested. Oh, this is the moment. Am I going to publicly stand with Jesus and be arrested with him? Or am I going to run? And, well, we know the answer. They all ran. In the end, we're terrified of death, whatever that means. You know, oh no, I'll lose my friends, I'll lose my standing, I'll be slandered, etc. Just this fear and terror of whatever version of death that we've got running around in the back of our heads. But in Christ, we really need to recognize that dying isn't the worst thing. In fact, it's necessary to live forever with him in heaven. So for the baptized Christian who has faith and is trying to live in communion with our Lord in this life, then what death really means at the final end of our life kind of death when the body start, stops working is that now we enter into the greatest life we could imagine. Greater than this life. But it takes an act of faith to believe that. And if we had absolute, complete, total faith, then I guess we wouldn't fear that death. Nor would we fear the lesser deaths of life. All these fears that we have that ultimately are traced back to a fear of defeat, a fear of failure, a fear of annihilation and death. Lazarus is raised from the dead, and he was dead four days. So the way Jews count days is they start with today and then they start counting. We start by counting tomorrow on. So it means that Lazarus was dead for three days. Okay. Three days, though, is enough time for the body to begin to decompose, etc. 
So after Jim Lazarus is raised from the dead and he comes out of that tomb wrapped like a zombie, you know, with these you know bands around his eyes and body and all of that, and his body wrapped like a mummy comes out of that tomb and they unwrap him, etc., comes back to life. What's life going to be like for Lazarus now? He's been on the other side. He's been to Sheol. He was in the abode of the dead with Abraham and Sarah and Moses and Adam and Eve and all the rest. He was there. He saw them, conversed with them. He was there. What does it mean now for him to walk in this world, in this life again? And now he knows absolutely who Jesus is. Remember whenever Jesus comes upon those possessed people and he casts the demons out, the demons will always say, even before he casts them out, what do you want from us, the Holy One of God? Or when he's casting them out, we know who you are, the Son of Man. Which is the prophet Daniel's word for the Messiah, the Son of Man, the one coming on the clouds of heaven. And Jesus always says, silence. Lazarus knows who Jesus is. He's God. He's God. The Word has become flesh and is dwelling among us. And he knows what Jesus' mission is. It's to die and rise from the dead and redeem the human race. And Lazarus, again, has been to the other side. I would imagine that from now on, Lazarus has no more fear. He's already died. And he knows what's on the other side. And what's more, he knows that when Jesus dies, he's going to open up heaven. Not just Sheol, which already exists, the abode of the dead, but he's going to release those souls to the beatific vision of heaven. And he knows it's all good. And that God has got this, that Jesus has this master plan. And it's all worked out. I can't imagine after Lazarus's resuscitation wasn't technically a resurrection. The resurrection is when you die, you rise from the dead, never to die again. The resuscitation is when you die, you rise from the dead, and then you will die again. So when you do CPR and you resuscitate a person, they might have been dead and now they've come back to life. But they will still die. After Lazarus's three days of death, I don't think he's worried anymore about his bills. I don't think he's worried anymore about his sisters, Martha and Mary. I don't think he's worried anymore about what people might think of him or say about him. I don't think he's worried at all about the Jewish authorities and and that they want to kill him. Because actually, if you just keep reading the next few sentences in this gospel, the Jews conspired to kill Lazarus because Lazarus is this living, walking example of the power of Christ. I don't think Lazarus fears anything anymore. Which means that Lazarus is freer than you and I. He's freer than you and I. Because he's overcome death. That God overcame death in him. In our first reading today in the Old Testament, the prophet Ezekiel, the Lord is speaking to him and he says, Oh my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and have you rise from them, I will put my spirit into you that you may live and I will settle you upon your land. I have promised it and I will do it. 
God is saying, I literally will bring about a resurrection for you. He says too, and I think it's the the prophet Daniel about the bones and the sinews coming back to life from the graves. St. Paul says in Romans today, if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. If the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit dwelling in you. So we've received the Spirit, we've received Christ in us through baptism and through faith. If we've received Christ in us, that means that we rise again with Him after death, right? That's what all of this is. And all of this, 2,000 years ago, the raising of Lazarus the week before Jesus' death, is all pointing to the prophecy and the fulfillment that Christ will die and rise. And not to be frightened of it. And the apostles, of course, will be terrified of it. Terrified. Their faith shaken to its core until they see Jesus after his resurrection. Then they understand. Then they understand. You and I have have read the end of the book. We already understand. There's death, and in Jesus there's resurrection. There's resurrection unto eternal life and something fantastically better than this world. And if we knew that and we could own that to our core, like the apostles eventually did, then it doesn't matter what happens. We don't have to be afraid. And that's the core of all of this. True faith in Jesus Christ means liberty from fear. Jesus is not afraid. He's not afraid. His saints, when we read the lives of the saints, those great ones, they stop being afraid. They just stop. The angels of God are not afraid. They're never afraid. Faith in Jesus. Faith in resurrection after death means that you and I can be liberated from fear. And what an incredible life it is to live without fear. So don't fear your deaths, the ultimate death, the death of our body, but all the little deaths between here and there, the death of a financial situation that's not just perfect, the death of our bodies and our poor health and something's wrong with our body. The death of a relationship or the fear of somebody that we love going down the wrong road or the death of our reputation, our very of our livelihoods, whatever. It's in the end, I'm going with Jesus to the beatific vision. And so all of this is nothing to worry about. As long as I'm united to Jesus in faith. Have faith in Jesus. Have faith in Him. He came to raise each one of us from the dead every bit as much as He came to raise Lazarus from the dead. Every bit as much as He came to raise the apostles from the dead. And where are they now? And where are you going? And I guess after Lazarus rose from the dead, there is no reason to fear. And honestly, there is no reason for you or I to fear either.